Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income Podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms. Let freedom ring. Hey, it's Mark Podolsky, Land Geek, with your favorite niche real estate website, www.thelandgeek.com. I'm rocking the treadmill desk. For the, all of those of you who are sitting right now, it's, it's the new smoking, right? And uh, for the art of passive income, I have with me today, as always, my co-host. You know him. You love him. Scott Todd from scotttodd.net, landmoto.com, and the most important website of your entire life. Because it automates, automates, my favorite word, automates your Craigslist listings, postingdomination.com forward slash the land geek. Scott, how are you? What's going on, Mark? I just did a Craigslist posting while I was speaking with you. Nice. Nice. Have you recovered from boot camp? Physically, I have recovered. Mentally, I think I've recovered. It's just a matter of is this coffee strong enough or not? But that being said, like yesterday, I was just jello, like physically sleeping all day and then waking up, working, going back to sleep. It was, it was a hard day for me physically. What about for you? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, like yesterday, I was just exhausted. I, I got home at like 1.30 in the morning and I could not sleep. Uh, I wasn't necessarily tired Probably because I took a little bit of a nap on the plane. I shouldn't have done that. Right. I didn't go to bed until like three o'clock in the morning. Like I, that's when I ran out of energy. I'm like, okay, I'm out. And then I, I got up like around eight thirty or nine o'clock. And f- from the morning till about four thirty, it was all kind of like recovery mode. You know, it's like I was trying to do stuff, but I really wasn't effective. I was really just trying to take it easy. I didn't do anything until like four thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, I mean, the worst part for me was when I got home on Sunday night. I had to relieve the dog sitter. And wow. so I'm tired. It's late. I've been traveling. You know, Vegas chews you up, spits you out, right? Just, you know, even though we weren't like partying all night, it's just, <laughs> it's just hard. Like just physically, you're working all weekend. And then you come home and then first thing I have to do is the sheets because I don't want to sleep on the same sheets a dog sitter is sleeping on. Yeah. Right? And then, so I don't go to bed till midnight. Yeah. And then, of course, the dog wakes me up at six, wants to go out. So I get up at six for the little dog. Yeah. Because my family's out of town on their own vacation and getting away from the heat, of course. So then I take the dog out. I have to go back to sleep because I'm so tired. And the whole day I'm napping with the dog, doing work, napping. It was hard. Yeah. It's a rough life, man. But you, you know what happened to me, Mark? What? Is when I did get going around 4.30, I think the motivator was, I got an email that said, from my credit card processor saying, you've received money. You've re- yeah, so tell us about the deal. Yeah, so in this one, we have one lady who bought five properties. One lady, bought, five properties. She bought two for herself and three for her kids, or one for each of her kids, three kids. So five properties yesterday. What's the passive income piece on that? 640. 640 a month. Yesterday. Yesterday. So so for the art of passive income, let's break this down. Because if we take a look at that note, one note, five properties, 640 a month, 
right? If you yeah. look at like, okay, that's better than a car payment, by the way, unless you've got a really nice car. Right. Um, that's a luxury car payment. That's what right. else can you do with that 640 a month passive? Well, I mean, I mean, I think that what you're saying right there really makes a lot of sense. And I've, I've used that as an example for my own kids. Like, you know, I just went out and I bought an older car because when I left my corporate job, I had to give my company car up. I had a nice, nice company car. Yeah. And so I did not want to break the bank on an expensive car payment. So I, I went a little older, you know, something that was a, a nicer quality car, but it's still, you know, a a few hundred bucks a month, like 300 bucks a month or something. For your, for your Mercedes? For, yeah, okay. Yeah, for my your, Mercedes. Your Mercedes. Your, yeah. Your... yeah, I was trying to not, I was trying to get around that for my... For my... Why, why, why would you get around? I mean, you should be proud of the fact that you're driving around in a Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. It, that's a whole different uh, discussion for one day on this podcast. When, because when I first got the company Mercedes, it was uncomfortable, man. Because I went from driving like nothing to the Mercedes. And it was like... Oh, look at you, dad. You got a Mercedes, but that's right. But Mark, so three, let's say 350 bucks a month or $325 a month, whatever the payment is, you know, the car cost $17,000, I think, you know, with taxes and everything like $17,000. Right. I immediately went out just in the nature of this business. I immediately went out and I had purchased a, an 80 acre property for, uh, $5,500. 80 acres for 5,500. Right. Why you didn't come to me to partner with that? I don't yeah, know. No, I, didn't, I didn't need it. Yeah. I didn't need it. Uh-huh. I, I, we, we sold the land for 60 months at 397 a month. 60 months, 397 a month. Right. So that effectively takes your car. Neutralizes it. It neutralizes it. Right. Now think about this though. This is the, this is the power of what we're doing and the leverage. I, for the next, for the, from here on out for the next five years, and I only have a four year loan for the next five years though, I'm going to get paid on this asset that I paid $5,500 for. And it more than covers my car payment. It more than covers your car payment. And how much of your actual time did that take to do? How much of Scott Todd's time? uh, Less than, less than an hour, right? So your effective hourly rate $20,000 is $20,000, which yeah. means that literally you shouldn't do anything else except right. buying something. That's right. <laughs> when you look at it like that. Yeah. So now, now let's, let's talk about what we could do with this paper. Can we? Okay. Okay. So yeah, let's take a look at what we can do with this paper because we talked about this at boot camp, right? Yeah. And we asked everybody, well, what your, what is your biggest fear in this business? Is it running out of money? And it like 70% rose their hands, right? Yes. I, I bet it's like 70%, but there was the one person. Yeah. No, yeah. Nola won't raise her hand no matter what. For nothing. For nothing. We, Did we she even raise a finger at once? She raised the finger. I would come up to her and just give her high fives, just to make her raise her hand. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so you're right. 70% of the room raised their hand that they were concerned about running out of money. And when I started in this business, that was my concern too, because I had purchased five properties and I was looking at my cash and everything was tied up. Everything was in 401k, IRA, stock. I mean, it was stuff that I couldn't get to unless I really, really, really needed to get to it. And right. as a result of that, I, I got shiny object syndrome, right? Because I was worried like, okay, I'm going to be out of cash. Now what? 
Right. Right. Yeah. I wonder how many people listen to these various podcasts and start getting shiny object syndrome. Right. It's, it's, it's a risk. It is a risk. Um, but I think that you, if you want to do this business, you have to be laser focused. Any business, it doesn't matter if it's this one, you have to be laser focused and you have to, I think you have to look for opportunity. Like how does the opportunities that we talk about, how does it relate over to us? Right. Right. We right. talked about that when we talked about empire flippers, it's not necessarily about going now and buying a website. It's about what can, what are they doing that we can, we can do too. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. Like blue ocean club, yeah. you know, blue ocean, not a club, blue ocean strategy. Yeah. So, so you and I have, have done this strategy where we've taken this paper and we've actually, you know, taken a piece of it. We've taken a piece of it oh, and the, dog, the dogs are home. My dog. See the dogs. This is what happens when you work from home. You know, yeah. like this is the challenge of working from home is I got these dogs are now going crazy. Do you yeah. want, do you want a couple? I, I look one's enough for me and I'm, you know, every morning I'm sprint, like my dog's five years old and she's still having accidents. This little 12 pound have a poo. So oh, you know, it's the worst. I, I told my wife, worst. I'm like, all right. Um, when you so, get home, it, the dog could be at the pound. All right. So as far as the, the notes are concerned though, this is a really interesting passive income strategy because if, if it takes us, let's say six to 12 months to get our principal out and yet we have other deals in the pipeline that we can go ahead and acquire, it's really going to slow up the velocity of our money and turning over our money over and over again. So here's our solution, right? Right. So essentially what can happen is you're, when you sell a property on terms, you're creating a new asset class. It's called paper. It's the note. The note is an asset class. Right. And this is a billion dollar industry. I mean, there's tons of, of, of paper companies, you know, that, that sell their paper, everything from factoring to car dealers to, you know, real estate companies. It's all, it's all about the paper. Yeah. Yeah. The problem here is that this paper just like just like land as an asset class, there's not a lot of people out there that that want to buy paper on land. I mean, it's a very small portion of people. It's a very specialized niche, and there's two ways. If you're gonna do this strategy, there's two there's two ways that you need to understand about how paper works. You can either sell the entire note, which is what most banks, mortgage companies, uh, you know, structured settlements. Uh, car dealers, mobile home dealers, they typically take the whole note and they give it away. They give away the passive income or the, the monthly income. Right. When you do that, you don't really get a lot for the note. I mean, you get some, but not a ton. It's enough to keep going. Right. It's a big, it's a bigger discount. It is. It's huge because you're, you're giving away everything. You're giving away all the future risk that goes along with it too. Right. Now, the other strategy is to not necessarily sell the whole note but to do what's called a partial, and which is to sell a few of the payments. So typically 12 to 18 months. And when you sell those 12 to 18 months, then you get an influx of capital back today so that you can go buy more land or more assets. And then after the 12 or 18 months, whatever you've sold, once that is paid back to the note buyer, well then, all of the revenue reverts back to you 
And now you have basically either a very small investment left in the property or zero investment left in the property. And it's all gravy from there. Right. So it's taking your note portfolio and helping you build it and compound it at light speed. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like, it's like Scotty, let's go to light speed. That's right. right? Because as, as, a, as opposed to, you know, what I used to do when I first started was I was just, I never wanted to give up any of that cash flow. I just want to keep building it, building and building because I like getting the, the notes. But then, you know, at some point it was like, oh my gosh, where's all the cash? Now I got to go chase an investor down to do the next big deal. And if you ever had to raise money from investors, that's like a full-time job. It is a full-time job. It ain't job. easy. It's not. But you could go to an investor and say, look, you can make a 12% yield on this note, right? And it's going to be this amount. And then in two years, it'll revert back to me. And if you want another note, I'll have it. And they can keep doing it because what's the market doing today? It's like 12% is huge. I, one of my neighbors is actually a stock broker. And I, I asked him, I said, what is the return that you tell your clients, is it still 8%? Because for the longest time, uh, you you were told as, a, as an investment advisor or a stockbroker to tell 8% over a 10-year period. So over any given 10-year period, you could average 8%. That was the record. Right. That was a history. And he told me that for the last few years, they've been telling their clients to expect 4 to 6% over a 10-year period. So wow. that's, that's incredible, right? So the first thing to understand is that you have this asset, you could sell a portion of it to go buy. So if you're doing the math today, if you're listening to this podcast and you're doing the math and you're, you're looking at this going, well, I can probably buy, you know, three properties and then I'm going to be out of money or five properties. I'm going to be out of money. Well, once you sell that property on terms, well, now you could go to somebody and sell some of the, the note get cash back out of it. And when you do that, now you can go and can you buy another three next month or another five next month and can right. you sell those and keep buying? And then before you know it, a year has come and gone and man, you've built this portfolio of notes. You've got now cash flow coming in every single month. It's huge. Right, right. So let's be realistic about that somebody because it ain't everybody, right? It's, it's it's a needle for land. It is a needle in the haystack. It really right, is. Right, right. And the reason is, is that the majority of, let's say, self-directed IRA investors are very comfortable buying homes. Right. Right. Because they understand it. If, if the person doesn't pay me on that note, I get the home. And the home has a value of this based on the comps. And I can go to the realtor and they'll sell it for me. No big deal. Right. Um, same thing with other asset classes that you could understand. Now, land is very different. Most people don't understand the value of the land. And if they look at the comps, they could be all over the place. It's an inefficient market. But the nice thing about the land geek community is that we love land. We understand land and we want to buy land. And so, you, you know, at the risk of a plug, Scott Todd, sell us your note. We'll buy it because worst case, we own land. We understand right. it. We're comfortable with the asset and we have the cash to do it, right? Yeah. So you only I, have built into the community an investor, right? Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable coming to Scott and I, go to the Land Geek community yeah. and do it, right? Because yep. there'll be someone there who'll be comfortable. Yeah. 
I think that the the thing to understand though is that this is someone at boot camp asked asked me individually why why would we do that right and there's there's a couple of reasons one there is a there's a profit component built into it right it's keeping our money moving mm-hmm. and working the way that we need it to be the second component is is that i mean i would really hate to think that someone got shiny object syndrome from an, a fantastic business model because of the cash situation and i don't like the idea personally i don't like the idea of over leveraging your accounts to go into buy the land. I think it's the bad strategy. I'd right. rather I'm, leverage what I have and then go do it. You're kind of going in and out on me. See, my internet connection is unstable. That's uh, why so, I can't wait to leave Regis. Yeah. Um, so would you mind saying that one more time? Yeah. What, what I said was that somebody at boot camp had asked me, why would we do that? And I said that there is a profit component to it, but it also helps us to keep our money moving at a rapid pace. And money, as we all know, loves speed. Okay. Right. I think the bigger picture here, though, is I would hate for somebody to to uh, to not want to do this business or to get shiny object syndrome away from this business because they didn't see how to connect the dot and they just saw I'm going to run out of cash because this is a capital intensive business. Right. Um, right. Which is which is why I don't think it is the best passive income model. I think it's the second best passive income model. Where the best passive income model is life insurance. Right. Because yeah. there's just an idea. Right, and you can get that one-time sale and get that recurring income, but right. it's no fun. Like I taught some life insurance people at boot camp, and they're like, "No, it's it's not as that easy, and it's it takes like ten years to build up your your book of business where it moves the needle." Right, and nobody wants to talk to you at a party. So, <laughs> you know, what do you do? I sell life insurance. Nice meeting you. Yeah, they're out, aren't they? They're running. Right. Wait, where'd you go? Yeah. So I think that there's huge opportunities, Mark, for uh, anybody, like you said, if they're interested in selling a note or something, they should reach out. They should reach out to, uh, to, to you. How could they reach out? Yeah, reach out. Go to, you know, just email us, support at thelanggeek.com. Just put in your subject line, note for sale or note, you know, look at my note. What would you, what would I, what could I get for it? And we'll underwrite it and we'll, we'll give you an offer. So, um, and then eventually we're going to have a site where it'll just, automate it right you just plug yep. in your information when you know and within you know a few hours we'll underwrite it and and give you an offer for it and yep. just make it really easy yep so um you know and then on the other side of it is you know we have notes so if you want to invest in notes you can yeah. reverse it and contact us yeah same thing say i want to buy your notes i want to make you know 12 percent, and i'm comfortable because i'm a land geek and I understand the value of the land. So it goes both ways and you can start buying your own note portfolio or, you know, 12 to 24 months for yourself. We're going to have a webinar on how to do this, you know, really detailed, really graphically rich. So it's completely, you know, really, really easy to comprehend. Yeah. With, with real life scenarios, with, with real life scenarios. So there's no ambiguity about it. You know, and like I always say, you know, at boot camp, all the land investing clouds dissipate and everything becomes clear. We're going to do that with our webinar. All the note investing clouds and the note selling clouds will become clear. And it's all blue skies from there. It's so, all blue skies, man. All, it's all about the blue sky. So how are we doing time-wise? Are we, uh, are we good? Are we, are we ready for our tips of the week? I think it's tip of the week time. 
I think it's tip of the week time. So I have two of them. I have two tip of the I've, week. I have two as well. I have two as well. Yeah, you go first. What's your What's your tip of the week? All right. This one is for you, Mark. This one is all for you. I okay. love it. It's as, as if we don't even have an audience. Okay, like it's okay. just my gift to you. Yeah. So yeah, sp- yeah, speaking of an audience, you guys need to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. I'm not sure why we're not getting the love on New and Noteworthy, but we're not. Yeah, I don't think uh, – I, I was surprised. I mean, we, we should have seriously – I mean, when you asked who's listening to the Art of Passive Income in, at boot camp and people didn't raise their hand, we should have just thrown them out. We, yeah, I felt bad. Next time we will. We will just like exit you from the room. Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So here, here is my – Here's my tip for you. Okay. How many times, and this is for Mac only because there's no other, there's really no other computer out there. Right. How many times do you like have a program running and it just like seems like it runs forever. It takes up memory and then you, know, you have to go through and close these things out and it, it happens all the time, right? Every day. That okay. To me because I'm really unorganized on my computer. So check this out. This okay. app, it's for, for the Mac. Okay. This, this program is called Quitter. Oh, I'm going there right now. I'm and going to go app. to Mark. No, no. Go to Marco.org. 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 Okay. Hold on. Marco.org forward slash uh, maybe apps. Let's see. I don't know. Let's see. Marco.org. Oh, apps quitter. Apps app hashtag quitter. quitter. There you go. Because Google yeah. knows everything. That's right. Quitter for Mac. Okay. And it's free. Okay, wait. Now, wait a second, but it's great for minimizing distraction from social apps like Twitter and Slack, newsreaders, or even your email app. This so, is- what happens is it will automatically look, and after a period of inactivity, which you define, it will just shut down the app and close it. So, the Twitter bot, if you use that, or your email, it'll just close it, closes it for you. Oh, and my goodness. It hides the program or quits it. And you set it up. You can say, I just don't want to see it on my, my uh, taskbar down there. Or right. just close it up. Hide it or close it. I'm, I'm opening it. I'm doing this right now as we're, as we're talking. I'm, I just downloaded it. Here we go. Yeah. This is awesome. This is really, really good for me. It's a good, this is a good program. All right. Fantastic tip. All right. So my tip of the week, and I know you're gonna go, we're going to come back to your second tip. Uh, my first tip of the week is a book that I'm really, really enjoying. So I just finished Triggers. But my second book that I'm on right now is, uh, is really good. And it is The Willpower Instinct by PhD Kelly McGonigal. Kelly McGonigal. Now, I'm listening to this on Audible, but um, I'm really enjoying it because it kind of takes what, what's, what happened in Triggers and kind of discusses with you a little bit more in detail the neuroscience of what really is going on with us and, you know, these, you know, how much willpower we have, how to increase our willpower. And I'll give you everybody a really quick, simple tip right now to increase your willpower if it's an issue, if it's an issue for you. Um, and for most people, it is. Exercise. Exercise immediately increases your willpower. Um, and then the, uh, the second one is meditation. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So exercise increases your willpower. Yeah. Why? My connection's still unstable. Okay. Are you back? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can't hear you now. Wait. 
You still there? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So exercise increases your willpower. How, why does it do that? There's um, some neuroscience involved in it. And you know, it's a little beyond the scope of this podcast to discuss the break it all down, Mark, the molecular biology of it. But that being said, um, it does increase your willpower. Um, so the first thing I do in the morning is work out and meditate. And, you know, hopefully that, you know, that when I get tempted, right, maybe, maybe for me, the temptation is, you know, obsessively and compulsively checking email, right? Yeah. Um, it, we talked about this this weekend. I'm trying to cut down on my sugar, right? Right. Um, but I'm tempted. I'm trying to cut down on my French fry intake, but I'm tempted. And, and there are times if I've worked a hard, long day, I don't have the willpower to say no. So we're, there's always that internal conflict between what we know we should do and what we want to do in the moment, the instant gratification. Sometimes, you know, the long-term goal wins and sometimes the short-term instant gratification wins. And, you know, there's, there's ways so that you can kind of, you know, keep going and, and do these little, you know, hacks so you can increase your willpower so that really the long-term goals win and not just instant gratification of, hey, I'll have a third cannoli, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, is, it is interesting because, like, I know when I'm, when I'm like, in, like, fitness mode, right. you know, like, where, where I'm trying to get – because I, I, I tend to keep my weight between, like, a certain range. And so, like, when I get to the high end of the range and I'm like, okay, it's fitness mode time and – then I'm watching every calorie. I'm, I'm like watching my intake, watching my, you know, what I'm, what I, how I'm working out and everything. And I'm really looking at it. Right. And when I'm like that, there's nothing that can like get me to deviate and like eat, eat sweets or sugars or whatever. Like it's laser focused. But man, when no, you get outside heavy, of that. Right, but but do you have do you lose discipline on other pieces of your life because you're so laser focused? No, I think I think I think that when I'm doing that, then I'm I'm laser focused in everything. That's amazing. There you go. You've cracked the code then. But I think, but then like, uh, but then like when when I get to like where I'm comfortable at a weight, then I'll get a little slack with with what I eat. And then you just see like maybe it's not the same, you know, like the same focus. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I have to, I have to analyze that. Right. But, you know, as the day goes on, we, we do become depleted. Our brains do become depleted. And we do need these little glucose hits to increase our willpower. But, you know, there's all these studies done. Like we don't want to, you know, be popping M&Ms all day, for, you know, <laughs> to increase our glucose. So we can increase our willpower. But it's a really interesting book. I highly recommend it. Um, the Willpower Instinct. All right. What's your second tip of the week? All right, I, I love this one. It, it helps. It helps with uh, all. It, it it adds a new level of shiny object syndrome. Just what everybody needs, right? So okay. here's a website. It's called Nugget. Nugget dot one. Nugget dot one. All right, I'm gonna check it out. Check it out now. The only reason I even bring this up is because. This is about the art of passive income, and we do talk about how there are, are other ways to create passive income out there. Now, is Nugget that one the number one, or no? It's the word one, so it's Nugget dot one o o n e n e. Okay, Nugget dot one startup incubator and community. Yeah. So basically, what happens is, and you can try it for free. I think they give you seven days. 
where okay. they e- will email you every day um, a SaaS idea. SaaS is software as a service. Right. So they kind of vet out this thing. It, you know, they, they kind of explain why they like it or what the competition looks like or how you could implement these ideas. They kind of vet them out every single day. And really the premise behind this whole thing is that there's a whole community, a startup community that's there to help you take that. And at first I thought, you know, like with scarcity mindset, like, well, man, if everybody got these, then everybody's going to go do them. Right. What's interesting is I would get these, I get these emails and I look at them and I'm like, uh, that one doesn't appeal to me. Or I got one, I was like, well, that one is interesting. But what's fantastic is I think that everybody would look at the same opportunity differently, even if you wanted to go after it. And you would begin to, to design something that's, that's different than the way that another person would do it or execute on it, right? Right, right. And, you know, it's interesting how they, how they uh, phrase this because we talk about this all the time, right? If all subscribers, and let's just say instead of subscribers, land investors right. are getting the same nuggets, right? Instead of nuggets, yep. going after the same counties, yeah. won't they compete with me, right? So there's 3,007 counties. Very few people will pick the same nugget. Very few people will pick the same county, especially if you let everyone in the community know what you've decided to work on. Now, you know, typically we don't encourage that everyone in the community to let you know what you've been working on, but that's okay, right? But let's say someone did, right? It doesn't really matter because A, everyone executes differently, and B, during customer interviews may uncover killer features that no one else does, and see competition is a good thing. You can benefit from competitors educating and legitimizing the market. How many successful products do you know that do not have competitors? What's the best thing that ever happened to Coke? Pepsi. Pepsi. Diet, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Now, I'm a big believer in you know, as little competition as possible you know, in a blue ocean type of way. So... You know, I do believe that, you know, I've closed 116 deals this year. You've closed 109, 100, no, you're at 114, 15, 115. 115. So I'm up one, maybe up two actually, because we closed one yesterday. I'm catching up to you. You're catching up. So, but how are you able to close just as many as me? Right. We're kind of in the same counties. We're kind of doing the same thing. Right. Where's, where's the competition? It's not a zero sum game. It's a huge, huge market. Right. Yeah. And very few players. So even if everyone started doing land investing, I would still make the argument because I know for sure, because I've been doing this since 2001, and the land investing world has only grown, right, that it will only help you. It won't hurt you. Because Mark, everyone ex- yeah. The, the largest county in this country, I won't name it. You can go Google if you want is 20,057 square miles. Now, that 20, is 20,057 square miles. That is 12.8 million acres. Right. So how many people can buy just in one county all the land? There's right. no hedge funds, there's no private equity groups, there's no big money. You will run out of money before you run out of deal flow if you execute on our passive income model. So so if Every, let's say that there's 3,000 of us. I don't know how many land investors are, but I think 3,000 is a stretch. But let, right. let's just go with 3,000. 
That, that means that we could all buy 4,278 acres in that one county and never even like cut into each other. Yeah. It's, okay. yeah. It's all, it's all about, do you have abundance mentality or do you have scarcity mentality? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, if, if the average is 10 acres, that's 427 deals. Let's all go to this one county. We can't yeah. do it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. So I do want to remind the Art of Passive Income listeners, hey, we need, you to, we need your help. Subscribe, rate, and review. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Share it on LinkedIn. Let everybody know how great this podcast is. Tell the world. Don't hoard it. Don't hoard it. Tell everybody. And if you send us your review on, at supportthelandgeek.com, we're going to send you not just the Passive Income Launch Kit. We got another extra little secret goodie in there as well, a special little course um, that I'm not even going to tell you about. So it's just, it'll be a surprise. Also, don't forget, you need to be automating your Craigslist listings. It's so important to save time because we can always make more money, but we can't get more time. Time. So go to postingdomination.com forward slash the land geek. Get involved there. Um, it's unbelievable. And learn more. Go to thelandgeek.com. Download for free the Passive Income Blueprint. Get this podcast delivered each week to your email inbox. Avoid the three fail land buying mistakes. Go to landmoto.com. Get some wholesale land. Go to frontierpropertiesusa.com. What else do we want to plug, Scott Todd? ScottTodd.net. Uh, ScottTodd.net's got some nice videos for you. It got some nice videos. So there is no shortage of free information out there. Um, or inexpensive information out there, if you know, if you do decide to invest in uh, posting domination. But as as long as you're making, I don't know, more than two dollars an hour, it makes sense. To uh, it's in ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. Maybe, you know, if you don't make, let's say, ten cents an hour, don't invest in posting domination. <laughs> right. you're, you're, I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, we will be having some more guests, but uh, hopefully you're getting value from this and. Please share the love. We really appreciate it. And uh, Scott, you want to say it? Let my freedom ring. ring. Thanks for listening to the Art of Passive Income podcast. Start your journey at www.thelandgate.com and www.scotttodd.net. Rate and review the podcast and email support at thelandgate.com. Your screenshot for a free passive income launch kit.